Um, bro, there's so much. There's so much that's happened. It's like, how do we pick out what, what happened? Like, what's most important? Well, we can segment this. So we were talking about. Uh, it doesn't matter who does it first. It matters who does it better. Okay. We yeah. could, uh, you know, kind of talk a little bit more about that aspect of the equation when it comes to entrepreneurship or making a product or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I feel like uh, I like that statement, but um, I think it kind of does matter who does it first in a way because you kind of mm-hmm. have to study how they do it so that way you can innovate. You know, so um, I think uh, it does matter, you know, who does the best and that's what's most important. But for sure, the people, usually the people who do something the best, at least peeped who did it first. You know what I mean? It definitely matters. And the people that do it first are, you know, not only taking a big risk by innovating or being the the pioneers of a certain category, but they also risk being replicated and that's what happens when you know someone does something that's super out of the box innovative it opens them up uh, to be essentially copied right because other people look at it and they get ideas especially if they can execute but it also ties into the luxury or or the elements that kind of allow people to do things first Mm -hmm. whether it be time resources uh, connections whatever it may be but those shouldn't be deterrence in terms of like why you don't then end up doing the same thing or why you don't pursue it because you see you know seeing someone else do it may deter you you may be like well and it shouldn't wish it shouldn't Mm -hmm. because um i feel like we all do things in our own way um trying to think of of a specific example without talking about my project that i'm trying to do that i've seen somebody else do but um, I think it does um, sometimes take a toll or like make you think, oh, should I do this? Am I gonna be? How am I gonna be perceived if I do this again or do this next? Yeah. Um, but you just, I feel like, as long as you have a solid foundation or like reasoning for dropping your product, um, and it makes sense for you and your brand, like it's okay. Just put your twist on it. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. This is kind of what I was saying on the way up here that, you know, you can look at what the other people missed and make sure that you essentially address those issues or concerns or even add certain things that they might have missed out on. And Mm -hmm. it's actually, it's a weird one because you could look, you don't, you don't ever want to be first, even though it seems like it's a good idea to be first. A lot of times the people that are the first ones um, and I say a lot of times because sometimes they can capture majority market share and make it difficult for other people. But a lot of times, like the first people miss out on so much that other people just sit back and study. Mm-hmm. They sit back, study. They figure out all these little nuances that the, the, the first people miss. And then they come out with something that's several levels ahead of what the first people put out. And that's funny because um, I'm kind of glad that like the way when you're talking about it um, in that sense, it kind of makes me realize anything that I've seen that's close to because uh, there's a specific project that you know about that um, I've been working on since I started the brand in October 2019 that yeah. I haven't 
been able to um, put out yet, and I haven't even like released the design to the public. Yeah. And I've seen very, 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 very similar um, designs, but I'd say about 60, 70% similarity with, you know what I'm saying? But um, when I look back and I'm thinking about these three or four, four or five brands that have done something similar, none of them have none of them thought through what they did as much as I thought through but I haven't done it yet so I feel like yeah. it's okay so that's one of those you know what I mean um, you know do it better type of situations I mean 100% and it's never too late I think in this day and age where you know things don't trend because of what the thing is they trend because of who has it on or, For sure. or who the people involved are and um you know, where we're living in that day and age where the personal brand or the person is so much more important than the product. And, you know, that's something that I've been um, realizing and that's something that I've been um, been trying to uh, work on. That's why I've been trying to work on myself a little bit uh, in my own personal branding. Uh, I feel like that's something that I kind of put to the side. I was kind of branding imminent and then trying to incorporate the brand into me and I think what I'm going to start doing is incorporating you know my own imminent quote-unquote stories um for myself and just kind to kind of work on my personal branding a little bit um in the future for sure it's definitely important man I I had the I had this conversation with with Kirby uh yesterday where he felt that he made a mistake by keeping his personal Instagram active so kind of building his personal brand and his business mm -hmm. and he feels he made a mistake by not combining the two at an earlier stage mm -hmm. and this is something that I've kind of um, personally gone through and, and learned from where I keep my personal Instagram um, you know somewhat active it's pretty much dead to be honest but because I don't post or, or post any stories or anything like that or I don't talk to people on there but I keep it around because you still have those moments of conversion where you know every five months or six months you have five or ten people that keep seeing the shit you repost so if you repost from your business page you know if you really want to put extra emphasis on a post or something cool that you did that you want to share with people or whatever it is and you post it on the main page even though it's dead it still has value. So mm -hmm. it's, it's it, there's nothing wrong with, you know, missing out on the personal brand wave because your business could be your personal brand. It just ties into what you are and who you are. Yeah, that's kind of where I am with Imminent. It's so tied into me, um, the story and um, the meaning of it. And it's just a part of who I am to the point of... Um, it only makes sense for me to share my own imminent stories and like why, why I did this. You know what I'm saying? What inspired me to do this? Um, what kind of stories and imminent situations have I gone through um, this year, last year, and in my life? Yeah. So um, that's like definitely what I'm gonna focus on this year. I feel like you could do that through the eminent page, though. Mm, and that's something that I'm gonna have to play with for sure. Um, you could introduce yourself as the owner. Yeah, you know, share your story. We were talking about this earlier this morning. Uh, I can't even fucking say it, but basically, just incorporating that personal touch to products, mm -hmm. which uh, we plan on doing through Arrows, 
in a in a way that will allow the customers to essentially hear from you as soon as they get your product. Mm-hmm. Right? And for those listening that can put two and two together, they probably understand what I'm saying. But you know, I feel like it's super important to have that connection because I keep reiterating because I've just realized this uh, talking to a lot of people that we are no longer interested in product as much as we are in people and people's stories and journeys and how they curate those journeys are more important than what they put out because I've seen I've seen this where someone's personal brand gets big the person the story the narrative is what drives it it's what drives the sales because people will buy a basic t-shirt to mm-hmm. support their favorite YouTuber or yeah, streamer. For sure. They don't care about the quality. They don't care about the material. They don't care about the design even. They'll buy it because it associates or it connects to the story of the person. Mm-hmm. So there's two ends of the equation. And then you have like anonymous you know, artists making beautiful art. And it only sells solely on what the art looks like. Yeah. There's like variants of it, but you could fall in either category or in the middle. It just this is open field, man. This, these are good times to do literally whatever. Yeah, I feel like it's um the only way to like not well not there's a lot of ways to not succeed, but probably the biggest way is just to not take action. <laughs> um, I feel 1,000%. like and I feel like that's where a lot of people are in that category where. They don't want to make the wrong move, and then they don't take action at all, when in reality, if you would have just done something, even if it was wrong, you would have realized what was wrong, tried to fix it, and eventually, over time, you would be in a certain place. It's kind of like where we're at. Uh, I mean, I feel like we weren't perfect when we just started, you know, when you no. started your podcast and I started my clothing brand, but over time, you know, we're making a lots of innovations and corrections and additions, and before you know it, you can see the improvement, you see the growth, and uh, I think people like that. I think people really do like that. That becomes part of the journey. That becomes what gets people to gravitate towards you even more if they see that, you know, through all the vulnerabilities, the hardships, the the L's, the, the wins, whatever it may be, the progression overall. When they see that in an authentic manner and you're not, you know, you don't go from being one person to another. If you stay the same, but continue to improve on your core values and like who you actually are, mm-hmm. that resonates with people because it's kind of rare uh, in, in a world where we're surrounded by deception, whether it's media and, you know, we don't we don't really talk about politics or anything like that. But whatever it may be, there's deception, there's doubt there's fear all around us yeah and when they see individuals that look like them or are like them staying authentic and showing that yo this is where i'm at in my point in my journey this is where i fucked up this is where i've improved this is how i'm getting better it resonates with people yeah i mean everybody wants to get better um it's just about how and some people a lot of people i feel on social media look at others for inspiration too and so when you have that story of coming from not not as good, like when people understand that you didn't always have it or weren't always like this, and now you, you've you made progression, all of a sudden they have questions and, and they want to know, how did you do this? How did you get to this point? Um, 
and, and I'm more than happy to help anybody that has questions on branding, clothing, um, how I started, how they can, how I can help, um, and and yeah, I mean, I just want everybody to take action, and and I feel like taking action, whether you're losing or winning, is gonna lead you to be happy eventually, because at least you tried. I mean, hundred percent. I don't know. One of the main ways that I uh, I feel stressed or not happy is when I feel regret. Um, so like when I don't take action, I feel um, it's probably one of the the worst things I can do for myself, I think. One million percent. For sure. But going back to the point of like helping other people that come to you for help, again, we were kind of talking about this. My personal stance on that is shifting a little bit because you know, my brand is about providing value and I'm more than happy to do that. I enjoy this. This isn't even work. And I've said these things many times, but, you know, I still, I can still sense the intent. Like, I really value intention and I really value uh, sort of the pure elements of human beings that can be displayed but aren't displayed sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, when someone is approaching you just to get information out of you, and you sense that you're a little bit more reserved or hesitant to do to share information with them and you know I try my best to do that I try my best to just answer everyone's questions or whatever it may be because I get the same love from people that Mm I that I have questions for whatever it may be but it's the same thing man like I value the intent part so much that that acts as a deterrent for me to fully invest myself in helping someone to the to the highest possible um, level level yeah because yeah, I mean you can sense this shit right like if someone hits you up only to ask you about things but they watch your story every day but they watch your stuff and they they try to replicate what you're doing and they try to imitate you in subtle ways and you know I understand that no one should have an ego to where they they get high off of that I certainly have the opposite effect I, I, I feel kind of bad for people because you know, everyone's originality is what will separate them from the crowd. Mm-hmm. And if if um, if they're trying to be like you, they can't have the elements that you have because you, they haven't had the experiences that you've had. They haven't had the upbringing that you've had. They haven't, you know, gone through the struggles or the hardships and emerged on the other side with a brighter perspective like you have. So if they haven't gone through all of those things to just absorb elements... Is it going to do them any good? It's not even going to work because yeah. they can absorb the elements. They can act like, you know, they can deploy those elements in a superficial manner. But it's only going to go so far. It's not going to be in their core to understand where these elements come from and how to navigate through them. This happens all the time, bro. When you're younger, you look at successful people or you look at people you want to be like, and then you take certain elements and mannerisms from them. And you're like, yeah, I'm the same person. But then you realize that in reality, your uniqueness is what separates you and your uniqueness is what's going to make other people want to be like you. Yeah. And the more people will tap into that, um, the faster they're going to get to their own personal, like, you know, what separates me? Like, how am I going to get to that path where I'm just going up, up, up? Um, I feel like that's pretty much everybody's way. Like, everybody's different. Everybody's unique. And you just need to find what's unique and what's your story and figure out the best way or the best channel to um, 
to the best way to channel it and display it to others. One million percent. I talked about this actually on the episode that just came out like an hour ago, where when I was 17, I had a clothing brand, and I think I was 16 or 17. Uh, the movie Wolf of Wall Street came out, and I really wanted to be like that guy. Hmm. I really, I'm being serious. Like I really wanted to be like that guy, and. Uh, you know, have all the money and do the partying and all that dumb shit. And I would, I would operate from that point of view, from that perspective. But in retrospect, I realized that you can't take the highest element of someone that has achieved success through hard work without actually putting in the hard work. Yeah. So sure. I can't just take that element, take that personality, take that vibe without doing it justice because that vibe's not going to be as authentic and it's not going to last yeah and that's where a lot of people get confused they take different vibes but they aren't putting in the work to justify the vibes that they take in Mm -hmm. this is the biggest problem of this generation in my opinion 